When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't know. Apple no, sure uh, doesn't. They go, Didn't Apple go from like one, two, three, four, five to X or something? <laughs> Stupid Apple. No, that's Twitter. Oh, they did to go to X too. All right. Speaking of X, y'all ready to do the show? No, that didn't work. Didn't work. Good job. Started talking before you finished thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody play some tumbleweed or something. What's up, Houdat Nation? And welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. Yay, what's up? Houdat Nation, thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff, and let's see what's going on in the NFL today. The new salary cap ceiling was officially announced on Friday, and the new cap is $255.4 million, which is an increase of $30.6 million from 2023, which is $10 million more than was expected. Great news for the Saints, because that means we're now only a measly $32.6 million over the cap, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we have until March 13th to balance the books. So today, we're on this episode, we're going to play Fantasy GM, where Wesley, Jason, and James are going to determine which restructures, releases, pay cuts, or whatever they expect or would like to see that will help the Saints free up enough space to sign a free agent or two. Maybe make a draft pick. And so with that, we will put our seatbelts on. It can be hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times. Enjoy the show. First question to all of you is how shocked or not shocked were you at how high the cap is going to be or is now? I mean, with weed legal everywhere, I guess I'm not too surprised because everybody's high these days. Oh, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) It is the largest increase um, in history, which is Awesome. And um, honestly, I think that they're maybe predicting early on that the 2025 cap could beat this increase and be more than $30 million. Um, There's tons and tons of money rolling into the NFL. Some of the contracts and stuff, but this just shows like the NFL is making money hands over fist. It is kind of wild because it did seem like I know there was a time where people were like anti-NFL for whatever reason. Oh, because of the kneeling? The kneeling or whatever else they're doing, but now it seems I like guess all those people are back. The well, of course. Well, some would say they never left, but it just seems did like it say, was wait, even Jeff, it was even bigger. Back? Yeah, my knee, my back, my and my crack. It just 
it, it seemed like every like the ratings every week like, oh this is the biggest rating we've ever had like they were it was bigger than ever yeah is this a post covid well, the biggest thing? super bowl oh, most watched tv think, event since the queen taylor landing. swift effect so, so my, my question on the super bowl i'm sure it's a very big well-watched super bowl but i think that over the last few years they've increased the ability to track streaming so i think mm-hmm. that Probably there was a few years with the Super Bowl where all they were able to track was what was being watched on um, cable. They weren't tracking the streaming at the time. They, I don't think they had that. Well, so, that's because now uh, all the TVs have the ability to watch back. So in the past, it was one TV. You might have had 20 people yep. watching, but they, they didn't. They counted it as one. Now, since the TV can see you, the AI it counts all the people in the room. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. I just kind of thought, hey, look, it. That Nickelodeon broadcast has really put him over the edge. Oh, I, that contributed to it, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not, we can't finish this conversation without at least bringing up Taylor Swift and all her fans watching the Super Oh, that's already <laughs> yeah. been brought. Well, <laughs> I mean, but, but, but even, you know, like that doesn't, that doesn't determine the cap per se, but it's like, where did this no, extra money from? Like, deals, like, it's I, the I, like, I know they deals. had the Amazon, but yeah. what other money goes directly to all the, all the agreements with like DraftKings? Yeah, I think it's all of that. I mean, it's the international series. I, I think probably. that the fact that they're actually leaning into the gambling stuff now is for sure going yeah. to keep increasing money and, and spending players. They, I don't think and they, fixing games. They're they're not even close to the amount of money they actually can make in the international stuff. Um, and I I think they're showing that they're going to increase it. Um, we're going to have games in South America and in a few different places. So um, think. And we're still going to step into. There's going to be a permanent team somewhere else. That's I mean, in another country. I, God, I just I, don't know I, how the logistics. I, the work only for way that. I see that, yeah, logistics. It's going to be so much money. They don't Mexico care. or Canada. Uh, I think it's going to be one game a week I is going to be it. outside of the U.S. Wait, I think that's where it's going to head to. I don't think Qatar is going to uh, buy a team. I mean, money does talk. They're like, so. they're like here, here's ten billion dollars a year. We're gonna have an NFL football team. I mean, look, that's that's what the we've talked about it. The the PIF is buying golf, buying tennis, buying soccer. Yeah, yes, exactly. There's just that's there's just so much money. If they wanted what to would offer, Qatar's mascot be one of the worms from Dune. The worms from Beetlejuice. Wait, it's not a it's not a camel. The popcorn bucket. Camel. The camel. Qatar camels. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We're supposed to be talking about salary cap here. Okay. So uh, the, yeah. some of the moves the Saints already made, I guess, to get us to minus thirty-two, is or plus thirty-two, is converting Nathan Shepard's contract, restructuring Derek Carr. That was a twenty-three million dollar move. Eric McCoy restructured, uh, adding a void year, and Marshawn Lattimore's. Yeah temporary restructure which gives them the option to trade him or i mean either way he gets paid right and but still we save 11 million on the cap so uh they did granderson already yeah they did him yep. today or yesterday. did him uh sunday i think it was wasn't it okay what what impact did that have because that that'll change the 30 million it saved Freed up seven million, seven. I think. Seven, seven, seven or seven point two million, something like that. Yeah. Right. So did that get us to the thirty-two over, or did that actually get us yeah. under? No, that's got us. We we were at thirty-nine. We're now at thirty-two. Okay. 
32. Okay. So we're still over. We still got some work to do. Carl Granderson yeah. saving us the Manderson. But the big, you know, the big discourse was, of course, all the national people were like, yeah, the Saints are still stuck in Capel. How do they do it? They keep doing it. And then Saints Twitter was like, yeah, fuck you. You know, we can do it. We can do it. But it's Dude, 30, 30 something million is nothing for the Saints. Right. But it's but it's also, you know, but they're they're just they're, they're pissing on the on like it's kind of like there, there's a middle ground here, like. Like, yes, the Saints structure their contracts to be able to do this, and it can work. But when you draft poorly, it just limits your flexibility in terms of being able to sign somebody. Now, I know that it hasn't necessarily stopped the Saints from identifying someone and being able to sign them. I mean, they do structure their contracts in a way. So it can work. But there's also the other side of it. You know, the counter in me is like, yeah, it's fine. It works. I hate – I don't like having – dead money on aging players and you kind of you kind of constrain yourself to having to extend players that we really shouldn't be reworking their deals like we shouldn't rework what, cam jordan's deal we right, shouldn't rework these what older it guys. tells but, me they're doing though is they're am so they're amortizing right their their assets and they're made they probably walk into their strategy must be that it's like a certain amount of our a certain percent of our budget is for is dead money and it's just the, so they're they might not be operating an active roster of 255 million they're like oh well we'll operate an active roster of 235 million where 20 million is going to be for back contracts right but, but we, we can't that's an iou can't, that's as good as a million dollars we, we can't say that we don't like the dead money when we we're not going to say that we really like and benefit from underpaying players so like Derek Carr's cap hit is going to be 13 million dollars next year and he's whether you like him or not he is a 33 million dollar quarterback well it it's just like so when we say that we we sign somebody to a four-year hundred million dollar deal and then we end up paying them a hundred million over five years and they just don't play for us the fifth year like for the four years it works I mean I wouldn't it's questionable on whether it's working with him but then But then you're having to pay twenty million dollars for him when he's gone for a shitty quarterback who's gone. It's like it just it just doesn't. Right, but, it just feels, but, but it just feels dirty. Him, if you paid him thirteen million a year while he's here, it's worth it to pay twenty million the year after he's gone. I mean, uh, maybe. Look, they they is there a way? To... Oh, hold on, is there a way? Because we've this, we've done through this every time we talk about it. So we, is I there think a, so. I think so. <laughs> is there a way? Let's say you deferred right that big twenty twenty million dollar balloon payment on a player. Till the a year after they've retired or they moved on, They're is there a way years. to pay that or diminish that hit on the cap on the other end of the contract? Like, is there a way to convert that to a bonus or no? Once had, once they once they actually are gone, it all catches up. It what? Yeah. Like you can you can it, you can it, it all like has a to catch four up. Year long restructure. If they retire one year later, it's no longer a four year restructure it's now just right to yeah yeah it all comes right. back right i think basically like once they're gone i think you have two years to get rid of it so you can space yes, it over correct. two years but but that's but that's well, it unless you and trade them and you can we, actually trade the contract with them well but and you still take some kind of hit that's why we did the stuff where we took um with breeze and jenkins and basically lowered their cap hit to a veteran minimum and then they retired a month later so it got to divide it over two years and, and bring down to the minimum. Now, we still owed them the other $20 million. We just didn't know it to them right then and there that year. 
I mean, the one positive is that it showed, look, Gail's willing to spend. Like, they look at the actual cash going out of the building. The Saints are, like, top three or four. So we spend on players. We're not scared of spending. So We just haven't necessarily spent wisely. Like, the people we extended and their draft picks haven't been great, and that that's going to kill any team. So let's just say, right, this, this the strategy we've employed works when you are able to bring in younger performers for, for minimum salaries and stuff like that. Yeah, to, it's to just, yeah it's, it, it worked. It worked when you have a 2017 draft. That's right, when it works. Right. right. And a guy also, named Drew Brees. Right. And, and then also like it, the fact that it has quote, quote unquote, hasn't been working the last, because there is those accusations that are out there on social media right now that, Oh, it's caught up with them. Look at their performance. Okay. Hold on a minute. The, our record, the last two years has a lot more to do with Pete Carmichael and Dennis, and Allen, Dennis Allen than it does the players that we kept on the rock that we paid. You know what I mean? Like that's to, to, to say that it's because of our cap situation is why Pete Carmichael sucks as a coach. Well, I'll just say our cap strategy has worked just fine. Our drafting strategy and signing free agent strategy has not been great. Right. And, and, and to be fair, like I get it how, because of the way everybody equates those to being the same thing, they are not. I mean, our cap strategy is we don't care if it's 2023 or 2024, we're going to spend most of the money. And I mean, and a great thing. Name, what's name funny a is if you, that you if you go won. back and look at the Saints' cap the last few years with all this talk, the Saints have ended each year carrying over between four and eleven million dollars to the next year. We haven't even been maxing out our cap. Right. We and actually name, had name a player money that you year. didn't get because you didn't have the money to get him. That a player that you wanted. Okay, so I'll, oh, there's get. one player that we lost because of the money, and it fucked us. Malcolm Brown. He was the difference maker in our defensive line, and you could not run on us. And he allowed the defender, the, the edge defenders to still do good. And we had to trade him because he was about to have this five and a half million dollar salary that we couldn't afford. And the interior of our defensive line has had problems ever since. We never recovered from it. He's the one people want to blink, bring up Trey Hendrickson. Our the, the people on our team hated Trey Hendrickson as they did not think he was good. They were wrong as a talent evaluator. So that was an evaluation, not a cap. That was an evaluation. Well, well, that, not, that, 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 that was, that was also cap. the that's what the COVID year kind of really. Yep. But 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 if but if Trey would have come yeah. to the Saints and like I'll sign a four year forty million dollar deal, like I'll take less to say the Saints would not have given him that. They did I mean, not think, think they, he was a good player. They were just wrong. That's horrible that they didn't think ever. I don't know a soul who thought he was a bad player. No. Lewis. Only <laughs> to be fair, we had him here for four years four. and he was good for. Right, so he should right. So it started his the investment started to mature. And well, we we also because we had drafted Davenport, we chose Davenport over him, and yeah, we see how that worked out. So there you go. Yikes! Talent evaluation. That's on the coaches. All right. So what move? You're the GM now. Um, what is what are one of the bigger moves that you can free up like ten to fifteen million dollars in one? Just to be fair, we're only talking about players. We can't fire coaches, right? Correct. (laughs) <laughs> well you can fire coaches but i don't think it affects the cap <laughs> uh so i mean I, I think your lowest hanging fruit for like your big 10 plus million is ram check you you want to go with cam jordan again you want to <laughs> extend him and pay him till he's 55 uh until until just now i didn't realize that ryan ram does have the highest cap hit 
for next 16, year. 16.6, 16. 16.2, something like that. Cap hit, 27. Oh, no, the cap hit. Yeah, Ooh. but his actual this yearly salary is 16-something, yeah. Uh, yes, just under 17. So, yeah. question, if he retires, what do we do? Like the, We if he retires guaranteed money. Which is... Yes. That twenty-seven million. His dead. It was dead cap this year. Is twenty-eight million, just under twenty-nine million. Is what his dead cap number is. So you, you, he's one that you're going to pay after he retires, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, and and to be fair, if well, I don't think Ryan Ramchek's going to. If if Ryan Ramchek retired, I mean, he would do some sort of restructure to make it easier on the Saints, right? But. If him just deciding, I'm not going to restructure. I don't care that I've become less player. I don't care if I've been injured. You sign this contract. It, he'd really hold the Saints' hand, and that's where it kind of becomes a decision where I, I think the Saints would be forced to cut him and just eat that money. Like I don't, I don't think. That, I mean, or or have faith that he's going to come back healthy. Do you think reason. he right? Because I mean, even if you were to do a restructure and save like eleven million dollars. What are you? What so does that still leave 11 million on the cap for him? According to spot, spot rack, he's only you could only save six and a half million by restructuring his contract. Yep. Oh, well, I've got a ESPN source saying a full restructure would save 11.8. No, I think it's no, it says 11. It takes him down to 6.1 or 6.2 million. You can it you takes can take him to 6.1, but you can take his salary to just to, to six to save like almost 11. Million. Okay. Yeah. So save eleven point eight, right? So, is he worth six million with his busted up knee? Hundred, well, you, you you have you have to hope that you do that again. Yeah. You're just kick. You're trying to kick that twenty yeah. million we owe him down another couple years right. and divide it yeah. over another couple years. So yeah, are you right? Are you taking that eleven million and you're spending it out so it's five million over the next two years or something? Yeah, if if he rest, yeah. yeah, it's I don't I don't know how big of a pay cut he's going to be willing to take as much as restructure and extend that he's taken is to the knee for surgery the the thing with the, the, the ryan ramchak problem is i mean everything we've heard the last two years is his problem with his knee is a degenerate a degenerative problem and it's so like that's not it's not get, let's let's just go and say it, that's not getting better <laughs> oh no. you didn't know right. i mean like what, what, you, at best you can like stall the damage yeah. that's been done but there's no reversing the damage that's been done hey jason's muted and talking guys just so everybody knows <laughs> he's, just, he's talking away just, he made a great the, point though i that had was... i had to make sure that i was that was on brand you know <laughs> that's 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 what i do uh i mean it, it's 50 50 that ramshake may fucking retire right like, there's a good chance he, he he's played his last game as a saint. Unfortunately, but and so then we're gonna take you know he he'll retire and then however that hit. Will work. I gotta believe that no matter what, like if he's gonna choose to retire, then he's gonna work with the team to make it the best situation I, possible. I believe that Ryan Ramchek's already either said flat out or made a good hand up, but that he's not retiring. He he plans on doing try. some different things to try to help his knee. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's stem cells or going to the German doctor that helped Kobe and Dirk and everybody, or what he's doing. But I mean, he, he okay. doesn't sound like. I mean, then let's again, restructure. Let's let's spread him out over the next three years. I, I, I think I, you've got to. Yeah, and I think, I think you've he's, got to. I think you I think, yeah. you well, it, it's the it's one of the biggest 
savings that you can create. I mean, and you're chipping away at this 30 million. It'd be nice to have like a third of it in one contract. The next one could be, now here's the risky one I'm going to ask you all about is Cam Jordan. He is going to be 35 going into the season. He did come off of a difficult season where he only had two sacks. He's first time he's actually missed games due to injuries besides COVID a couple of years ago. And he's right now his cap hits 27 million. That's the second highest on the team. Well, that's not going to stick. We're, we're going to so, add some ghost and void years. Right. He's got a $6.7 million roster bonus due this year. And he's got a 6.3 million base. So you could convert that base and roster bonus to a signing bonus and save $13.8 million. Do you do it? And you're spreading that 13.8 over the next five years and you're paying Cam Jordan a pension. I mean, he is an all-time <laughs> saint. So it's when you're in the ring of honor, you get paid for life. Uh, I mean, 13.8 divided by five. I don't know what else he already has. So he's already that. got two. He's already got two void years up to 2027. Okay. And that takes it to that. So, so I mean, he's 38 at that point. I, there's, I mean, it's only there's no way they're not restructuring Cam's deal. There's no way they're not doing it. But I mean, do you, are you willing to, to sacrifice three million dollars off of your cap for the next five years in order to save thirteen million this year with Cam Jordan? That's the I'm impact. Too. Hmm. I think we've got to. Oh yeah, but does it sit well with you? I mean, I know you have to, but like, <laughs> is this a how hard is this pill to swallow for you? I mean. It just is what it is. I mean, he's going to be on the team, and you can take his $23.3 million down to 12 or 13 and then you just you hope that this cap goes up again another $30 million next year, which makes it easier to right. then eat some of it. Yeah, it's I mean, like, like a half just, a percent of your cap. Right. Okay. So we've already got now we've saved 11.8. We've saved 13.8. That's 24, $25 million. And you said we we needed to save what was it twenty seven million? So you only hmm? so thirty two. We're under the we're over the cap by thirty two okay. oh, million. At the moment, All right, right. so, so yeah. we need another twelve million. So let's look at Demario Davis. He's going to be thirty five this season, and I think some of you have made comments about his quality of play may have diminished a little bit. This year, so he already has three void years after this season. So 25, 26, and 27 are currently void years on Demario Davis's contract. I think there's a couple of players like I think Demario, Ryan Ramchek, and probably Taysom Hill are players that you go to and talk to about um, pay cuts, mm -hmm. not just restructure, push money. Because I th think that there's um, you're going to be in a position to where if one of these guys isn't going to do that, you're gonna we're gonna be in a position where we can cut somebody and eat some dead cap right now this year. Um, the, I mean, the Saints had a way to get cap compliant without even touching Derek Carr's deal. So, I mean, the the Derek Carr puts us. I mean, we have the ability to get thirty thirty three million under yeah. like we, to actually have money to spend. Um, well, yeah. And if you cut Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas after June first, you got one point two million each. That's 
two and a half million right there. Um, I don't think you can cut. I'm sorry, James release Winston. Mike, release he's, Winston. He's a free agent. Release them. Up. Yeah, it's it's a post June one cut. Yeah, James Winston is under contract. Well, his, his free agency is 2025. James Winston. So. What's the contract for his recent restructure so, uh what, Mike, Mike Thomas is gonna be 18.1 million in dead cap. Yeah, but um, if if Thomas is designated as a post-June one cut, we get his 1.2 million base back. Well yeah, but we'll have to spread his cap it over the next two. Right? You save 1.2 in the process. Yeah. I mean, all right. James Winston. James Winston. I mean, if you want a nickel and dime where you don't have to deal with the DeMario Davis stuff, I mean, do you, I, I, I'm okay with spreading the Cam Jordan over the five years because it's three million a year. But with DeMario Davis, he's already got three years. You'd have to, in order to get that eight million in savings, you'd have to add a void year. Now you're paying DeMario Davis another four years as well. See, and this is where all the cap things come up. Right. It's like, yeah, we can make it but work. You, but, right. but, but goddamn, you're doing these things where like, we're having, and so yeah, but before you do, that, we're having we're having to restructure guys that we really shouldn't be doing. Like if it was a twenty-seven-year-old, whoever, you... like yes, I'm perfectly fine with with massaging it and and doing all that shit. But for a guy who's thirty-five, thirty-six, like we're just forced to do that now, and that's kind of the limitations that nobody but wants to talk about. That's the point, if, right? The the point is if you can use all the other options so you don't have to do that with DeMario Davis and you're limiting to where you're only having to do it with Cam Jordan. Right. So you go and yeah, like, you know, at the end of the day, if I'm playing fantasy GM, I already know I'm not walking into next year with Jameis Winston or Michael Thomas on this roster. And so that's $2.4 million that goes towards not having to restructure DeMario Davis. Now let's, I agree with Wesley. Let's look at Taysom Hill for a pay cut. I just want to say that we started this conversation like on me and Jason kind of on two different things about pushing money into the future and dead money being good or bad. I think the thing that we need to accept is the saints don't look at it as bad. So like where we're debating, like, should we restructure? Should we push them? The saints are going to say, yes, they don't, they don't care. Like, yes, I it's, it's, it's a zero, it's a 0% interest loan that I can pay next year or two years. I don't care if the guy's 40 years old. I don't care if he plays on our team. I've either got to pay him this year or I've got to pay him next year. What? Sure. Why? I want to pay him next year and I want to pay him the year after that. I don't. I, so I, I think that, again, it's just a difference in velocity. We're like we're we're kind of debating whether or not we should do it. The Saints are going to do it to everybody. Probably. I mean, the la that's what's happened the last few years is we've asked some people to take pay cuts and stay. Some people have. Some people have restructured weird deals with bonuses and all, which we didn't expect. And then those people, the rest of people get restructured. <laughs> it's just par for the course because they don't like they're like i've got to pay you 20 i don't care if you're good this year good next year bad next year like i've got to pay you that money so i'm going to take as long as possible to pay it to you i mean again whether we we can debate all day whether we agree or disagree with that but to say like whether or not they're going to restructure them they're restructuring them all yeah right. they are or they trading are, or cutting them they're definitely well yeah. okay so then if that's the right so in in the intro i did say that we're trying to see what you think the saints will do versus what you would do if you were the GM. So Jason as a GM would look for all options before extending to void years where Wesley, it sounds like you agree more that it's okay to do that. I, th I just think the saints are going to do it. I also think it's okay to do it. Um, I also think that 
if we have the ability to go ahead and get rid of somebody that we don't think is going to be good, I'd rather have a cheap rookie or a cheap player that might be good rather than an old player that we know is not going to be good. Um, and I, I'm with some of this stuff of if the if Lattimore gets traded, which I think is I think is going to happen, and I think Dennis Allen is doing things to make sure this is his team moving forward. My uh, is this a time where I can say that if, if there's a surprise cut, um, who it would be? Who? I wouldn't be surprised if Alvin Kamara gets cut, released. I don't think you can trade him. I think his salary is too bad. You um, can trade not, him and no, save no, one and a half million. Nobody's trading for his $11 million salary. Trade him would free up his 12, 10 million base and 1.6 in bonuses, but would only save one and a half against the cap. It yeah, no, it wouldn't help. It wouldn't help us too much. Um, I mean, no, trading I just, I, nobody else is going to take on that salary. Um, I don't think, but if you cut him, what happens? You pay him 12, whatever, $15 million, whatever it is we, we owe, we owe him. Well, then why not keep him for $15 million? Because, because, well, he may not, like you were because saying, he, cause... because he may not be a fan of our coaching staff. He may not be a fan of our quarterback. He may not. I mean, he, he, he's clearly well, he a whole new coaching older. staff. And a lot Dennis of the Allen. coaching, st- well, yeah, a lot of the offensive coaching decisions looks like a significant investment in the run game. I'm just saying, if I, if I was predicting that it was something, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think this is greater than 50% chance, but if I was trying to throw out a surprise cut, I think he's going to be one of the last restructures. Now, watch, we're going to restructure him tomorrow so I can be completely <laughs> wrong. Um, but yeah. he, I mean, he seems like somebody, if we're keeping him, would be the first restructure. Like, it just makes sense with him. The catch to yeah. a restructure, though, is it really does put you in a 2025 conundrum, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. Then, if you're having this conversation now about him, what do you think the conversation is going to be? If Kendra Miller would have been healthy this year, I, I would be like sitting here going, he's getting cut. Alvin Kamara's getting cut. Kendra Miller didn't show shit. So, it, I mean, you actually are then you really do have to go find a starting running back because Jamal Williams wasn't good either. So, Just, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't the, see that's Kamara the thing getting... that keeps us keeping Kamara. Yeah. But I, I think that think... we have three running backs who all aren't starters anymore right, right now. Yeah. That's see, I think if we're going down the surprise, if we're going down the surprise cut route, I'm just looking at the, the contracts now. So I think Taysom Hill's got to be on that list as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he's love getting it, paid. But... No, I, 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 I don't either. But you know, if we're going down the surprise cut route, look, looking at what he's got owed to him, he's got to be somebody who's on that list of surprise cuts as well. Now, I happen to think that the new coaching staff are going to find a lot more use for him than the previous coaching staff and I think he could have a really good a really good season you know I mean that type of offense that the 49ers have been running that Kubiak's been a part of having that gadget player the the offense is full of gadget players well also I mean to me like Taysom Hill is actually when you factor in everything that he does he's actually good value if you factor in you know Part-time quarterback, running back, part-time receiver, part-time tight end. You factor what you would have to pay to get four guys and you, you have him as one player. I think his contract's a fucking steal. He led Honestly. all of our players in total touchdowns besides you know, for the last three seasons, besides the uh, quarterbacks, if, you know, count their passing touchdowns. He is the scoring leader for the Saints. 
And you, you probably you might not have to cut him, but get like you take Caesar Ruiz, you could convert him to a signing bonus. Would would you guys? I, 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 my general feeling is that the Saints are gonna have they're gonna have enough room to make one quote unquote splash play or big big signing. Um, I, I I think I can't imagine anybody wants it to be anywhere else besides defensive end or offensive line. Um, we're, if we're if we're gonna spend twenty million a year on somebody, you want a pass rusher or you want a blocker? I mean, or if, give I, me the pass. No, give me the no, pass rusher. I would yeah. definitely say the pass rusher. I was definitely thinking defensive line for sure, whether it's pass rusher tackle. But again, you know, with hey the cap we went up. Hey, the Saints have an blocker. extra. Ten million dollars, I didn't think, but so does every other NFL team. Yeah. So, you, so you do. So that yeah, does get factored right. in too. Yeah, it's not just us. Every other team has an extra ten million dollars now. Now, look, there's a lot of teams that don't spend the money that we spend. So, at least we're willing to do that. But yeah, I mean, it's. But also, you got to make enough restructure. I said in the beginning, I forgot about that. Like that thirty-two million just gets us even. We've got to go below. Like we got to go beyond that to to sign a draft and that free agent. So all of these moves might have to happen. Again, that's just the whole flexibility thing of it. It's like, yeah, we can make it all work, but then, then we're like, all right, we're we we need seven million dollars to sign our draft picks. We need. And it's still any free any any splashy free agent we sign will have a cap hit of about. 35 cents in the, in year one, right? It's <laughs> <You're laughs> what they do. That is what they do. You're yeah, right we'll pay that. him. Yeah, we'll pay him later. Yep. Oh, you want a $35 million bonus check? Gail, sign it. All right. Oh, I do yeah. declare. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. That's, <laughs> That's a big a lot bonus. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the 32 million isn't, and in the funny thing, it's, it's tiddlywinks for, uh, the Saints front office, and like like Wesley said, it's, it's <laughs> t- the, t- the people... That's a reference from like the seventies. Yeah, nobody knows the, what uh... Tiddly Winks is. <laughs> See this guy? Nobody cares. Uh I mean, you're right. It, it, the the key is right. All the people who are saying Warren Capel that will there's no chance. All these naysayers are the people who still have yet to realize what Wesley was pointing out in that. The Saints are perfectly fine paying people for their retirement. And as long as the Saints are fine doing that, we are not in jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) So all in all, it's honestly, this is one of the least stressful off seasons that you should have as a Saints fan, because we're in such a great shape with a measly $32 million left to get even. And then another what ten million to, or seven million to free up to sign your draft picks. And then, like you said, you're you can get whatever free agent you want because it ain't going to cost you shit. <laughs> That's the best. And they they're not the only team doing this nowadays. So the Saints created the model, and you've got other teams that are starting to mimic it, which actually means over the course of time, the more teams that start to adopt this model actually levels the playing field more. Because the one thing you might argue of the Saints employing this strategy is that, well, we even though the cap's 255, we are really only playing with 245 because we've got 10 million that we're paying in void contracts where all the other teams are playing with 255. The more teams that employ the strategy, we're all playing with 245. And then you back to parity. Back to reparity. Back to life. 
So I, I encourage this behavior and I encourage all front offices to do it. We're just ahead of the curve. We've perfected it. Yeah. I know. Hit it, it the it, right. It, this... I mean, it is wild that other teams aren't doing exactly what we're doing because we've been able to make it work and people are like, ah, oh, fuck you. It's like, well, I mean, it's a philosophy. Cap, yeah, the cap allows it. We, yep. just, we, we definitely need to draft better and scout better. Mm. All right. Any final thoughts? I got one. Is, oh, oh good. no. You got well, I was gonna say, is this the year that, uh, I mean, like, clearly the Saints have to understand that they need more young players on low salaries still. And so should this be the first year that someone in the Saints office brings up trading back and maybe having two picks in the top 80 instead of one? That's great, what I want. Great, great for... A future episode. We're fourteen. We're fourteen and forty-five at the moment. Well, okay, so a third pick in the top eighty. Yeah, third pick. I mean, yeah, yeah trade, like, like trade if, back if, from fourteen to like thirty and sixty. I mean, whatever that. Oh shit! Would. I mean, if we went from if we went back from fourteen to even like wait, you mean you're not 20... giving everything up to get Jaden Daniels? <laughs> I mean, if, if we move back from fourteen to even like twenty-three, like we could probably get a, like a fifty, like the thirty-seventh pick or something like that. Like we can get an, another early seventh early second round pick for sure so we could have a late first three, three in, in the top seconds. 50 with three in the top 50 would be incredible that would that's what we need will we draft well eh, who knows um, well the more it's like buying more lottery tickets at least the more you pick the more chances you have that you'll get a hit especially the way we've drafted Hey. Don't, don't worry, you'll you'll soon know all about the prospects when me and Wesley start posting our daily mock Your drafts. Mock oh, no. Yeah, can't wait. Are y'all gonna do the mock draft again this year, like you did last year? Yeah, you need to. Oh, yeah. Maybe Hell maybe yeah. multiples. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The more you do, the you, more likely you that you're gonna be able to say that you're right. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> you get, Jason definitely wants to take part this year. Hundred uh, percent wants to take part. We'll stick with uh, the Dome Patrol after darks. Yeah, y'all can have the mock drafts. We'll do the after dark. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I will. I will give up my mock draft spot. <laughs> I yield my time to the gentleman from, yeah. from England. All right. Other final thoughts. Uh, so apparently, Peter King retired. Longtime NFL writer for SI. All the tributes started coming out, and I'm just like, Peter King can eat a bag of dicks. He was the one guy who who just slurped up everything the NFL was saying during Bounty Gate, even though the facts said otherwise. So f- fuck Peter King. He can go fuck himself. He also blocked me on Twitter, so fuck him. <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? He's not know? the only one to have blocked you on Twitter. He's... No. <laughs> yep. It's a bunch of dicks that blocked me on Twitter. Hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, James. Final thought, and yet you wait. And that Jason still gave him his final thought, right, James? Yeah, oh God, I've got nothing. I can't. I can't top that. <laughs> All right, not, well, not the line. He can eat a bag of dicks. I can't. I can't top that. <laughs> that's all the show we have for you. Then uh, let's thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. You can follow us on all socials. Just search for Dome Patrol podcast, and then don't forget subscribe on your podcast app. Give each episode a five star rating. Comment. Set up auto-download so you can listen to the Dome Patrol podcast anytime, anywhere. That's 
say bye bye, y'all. Bye bye, Cap Space donkeys. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.